Tonight, but of course you were expecting to see us here tonight at the Quiz Arena Live. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's another Thursday night at 7.30 and nothing's gone wrong yet. Of course it hasn't, no! But tonight we've got four rounds of fun and tonight we have two, well, we've got not just two guests, ladies and gentlemen. We've got so many guests, we had to have a team name developed. That's right, so joining us tonight we have Joe Colo and The Emmets. Please welcome them! Hello, guys! Yay! Hey, hey! Oh, nice glasses there, Joe. I love it. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. So lovely to see you guys here, and uh, thank you so much for joining us on our Thursday night festivities. Um, are you pumped? I'm so pumped. Good to see you. Yes, awesome, fantastic. Well, um, we've all had an entertainment sort of background, so if you would indulge me a little bit, I'd love to uh, uh, discuss some of our um, accolades, not just uh, together, but your exploits by yourselves. I know that, uh, of course, uh, the Emmets over there, I mean, it's a whole family of performers over there, from singers and actors. I mean, you've probably seen, uh, Shane, you've probably seen on commercials. I, in fact, I'm pretty sure I saw both of you in a commercial recently for, I don't know if we can name the brand, but um, but they had very good driving skills in it. Um, so yes, very good there. And you might also know Joe Colo from a TV show called High Five, if I'm correct in saying that right. Is that the right way it's pronounced? Yes. Cool, awesome stuff. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. But you also have your exploits as well on stage. Um, recently you've done. Uh, I remember seeing you had um, Jesus Christ Superstar. I think you're in that too, weren't you? Yes, yes, I was in Jesus Christ Superstar, and I've done lots of fun shows as well. Book of Mormon, probably the funniest, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, no, it's, it's always a good thing. And I've discussed on this show many times uh, my love for musicals, and that's, I think, something that we've all shared, something that brought us together because we were all involved at some stage in some productions one way or another. Uh, so, yes, it's also good. I don't know if we've had a singers on before, like exclusively uh, sort of singers. And I know, Joe, you um, have your own podcast, which you're doing with uh, uh, Ruth uh, Tiffin. I think that's right. Um, yeah. And that's about musicals as well, isn't it? Yeah, our favourite musicals. It's called My Favourite Musical. Ah, so it's just your favourite musicals. Yes, I like it. Yes. Well, I mean, spoiler alert, I don't like many musicals. So yeah. it quickly turned into musicals I just handle. I loathe and hate. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty much what it is these days. Nice. And so is she trying to convince you to like musicals in general? or? No, I, she loves me as I am. She's trying to... <laughs> Just just talk about the musical she loves. It's just a platform, really, to so talk you, about 
Yeah, you're flying the brick wall, like a very Pink Floyd sort of thing, yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Yeah, it, it, we've obviously um, had that sort of a divide amongst our pl uh, players as well at home because we had our uh, last season involved a lot of horror elements. And so I was constantly trying to break down the element of what is a horror film and what could be considered a horror film. And so many films to me have horrific elements that are considered dramas or comedies and things like that. So uh, do you guys have a favorite film in general that you guys have? Um, I'm a yes. big fan of Sharknado. Sharknado, yes. Around horror films, I thought Sharknado was top of top of the list. No, just any any film. So, out of all all the things you thought, no Citizen Kane, pff, not that, no way. What is he talking about? What does he know? Let's get a tornado with some marine life <laughs> flying around through. I like it. That's good. I've never seen Sharknado. I've never seen it. I've actually never seen shit. it. It's, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. I have, <laughs> however, seen Lava Tarantulas, <laughs> which, which had Steve... Is that a real thing? Yeah, that's really a thing. It had Steve Guttenberg from, uh, I know, Police Academy um, fame. and <laughs> Yeah, uh, other films. Cocoon, I think it was, as well. Like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Steve Guttenberg, I think, was in the original Village People, actually. He... Um, the movie... No, not a member, but he was like the promoter in the original yeah, movie. Yeah, that's right. In the, the movie, movie. Yes. yeah. Because that was a uh, you can't stop the music. I think it was. Yeah, that was yeah. like that was his like breakthrough role. Yeah, a very defiant title that nowadays I'm sure would just like you know warrant the trolls to cancel you. Um, but I was just going to say, uh, speaking of cancelling, let's talk about our viewers. Um, don't cancel us. Let the madness commence. Phil Robinson, like always, you know exactly, right on the tee. Uh, Robert Woods, he's still working at the office. That's all right. This is safe for at work sort of stuff. Uh, but you're tuning in, so thank you so much for your support. And we've got a good evening, darlings, from Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons, our crowning Quiz Arena champ. And uh, Phil Robinson, hoping all is well. And ghoul friends, welcome. Good to see you here and saying howdy y'all i'm hoping you were hoping that that was going to be how i was going to say it because i did and we can't turn back time or can we we need tina turner or is it sure i don't know uh, yeah <laughs> it all works robert woods as well saying weirdly enough though uh, he's into horror he's written and produced seven musicals very cool He's hoping that the next film will be a horror musical. Ah, yes. Well, speaking of which, I know that Rhiannon and Elizabeth Irons, based on our uh, discussion last week, watched Repo the Generic Opera, I think, in the <coughs> past uh, week. And uh, there was another one that just sprung to mind when I was thinking that. Evil Dead the Musical. I think that Robert Woods, you would enjoy that one. Robert Woods as well was um, the director of, or is the director of An Ideal Host, which is playing at the Sydney Underground Film Festival at the moment and touring all around. He also did the music and the visual effects for a little web series called Hug the Sun. If you guys haven't heard of that and you like Auntie Donna and sort of fun Australian humour, I think you should check that out on YouTube. Uh, so yes, good. And girlfriend saying uh, you didn't disappoint us all. What, by having all the gremlins out? Eh, it's what I do. I like feeding things after midnight. Shut up, Pikelet. Beautiful stuff. Um, so good stuff. So let's just have a bit more of a chat about what you guys like. What, what was, what's something in the entertainment industry that's, that's been something that's either a go-to. I love guilty pleasures and nostalgia that's sort of driven us and kept us going in our field. Can I say my guilty pleasure today? I had a sick day off work and I love watching those really shitty romance movies on Amazon Prime. Oh, cool. Yes. Hallmark, sort of. But the, the worse, the better. Today I watched one called It Had To Be You that was just... Mm. Perfect. So Chef's kiss. Mwah. Yes. So, so bad it's good. It it's was just good. wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Awesome. I was watching um, a couple of things on um, Shudder, I think it was, and it was doing that same sort of thing. It was hitting that uncanny valley where you're going, I'll, I'll give it justifications. It was in a, like a, an insane asylum, so you got like you know the different grades of that. But the story held through, which were, that was at least good. And I do yeah. like those films because have you guys seen The Room? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, and what about Birdemic? That was one I mentioned last week. <laughs> No, I don't know that one. That yeah. one I, I kind of love because it's got visual effects in it that are just, like, hilarious. Uh, and that's a, a really good one to just sit down with friends and laugh and throw things at the screen with. But, yes. Biodome for me. It's got to be Biodome. Was yes. Biodome with Kylie Minogue or is yeah. that Holly Valance or yeah, something? Yeah, Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue, yeah. Mm, Kylie yeah. Minogue, yeah. Classic movie. Oh, that makes me think of BMX Bandits as well. Yes, BMX Bandits. I yes. really love BMX Bandits, though. Wasn't that Nicole yeah. Kidman's I think that was one of her early films, Nicole. Mm -hmm. well, I think yeah. that was her first. Yeah, I think it was. I could be wrong. Fact check us out there in the comments so you can let us know. Um, yes. Uh, was it? Uh, speaking of music, the biopic picture, uh, Respect is very good about Aretha Franklin. Oh, very cool. Uh, it's, so it's called Respect, I'm assuming that you mean. Yes. It's so. very good. Yes, I agree. You've seen it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, I don't know who you saw that with, but I wasn't there. <laughs> yes, it's good to know it was memorable, at least. Yes. Um, but also a fantastic performer, because I, I don't know many references of her, but of course, I think a lot of people would know her in um, uh, 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 Blues Brothers, uh, those films. Even though yeah. it was like a cameo performance, I mean, it was still a standalone performance that was iconic. Um, yeah, that thing, the whole scene was great. It was four fried chickens in a cup. I'd actually never seen the Blues Brothers till I, I met Joe. So we, yeah, I know she's been a huge fan. It's one of those films that I should see but never had. But, yeah, you know. I, I love that, that comparison too, where someone goes, you've got to see this film. And because the hype and the, like, you know, the want that you wanted to succeed when you see it, it sort of has to meet another expectation. Whenever um, uh, there's a... a a hypothesis called the Fabio effect, where the more generically attractive someone is, the harder they have to work to get the respect of a, an audience member is a, a, a something that has been discussed, uh, which I think is really interesting. So, like, usually if you've got someone who's presenting, they have to work extra hard to be able to get the, the respect or the level of respect a normal... Uh, normal, that sounds terrible. Another person would. <laughs> uh, but, but it's the idea of our expectation of what we want to succeed. Because we endow it with that, that we want to be, we therefore demonize it so much more when it fails in our eyes on a subconscious level um yeah, yeah. it makes sense why all the all the commercials i get cast for are looking for normal looking people <laughs> average looking woman everyday yeah. woman that's it yeah you feel right sorry for the ones that say ordinary people yeah <laughs> uh, yeah no well that's that's it the castings are always fun and they never make you feel like you're at all like you know um doing a mug shot when you have your name and your thing and you have to stand and do this <laughs> exactly yeah and now guilty pleasures joe do you have a guilty pleasure that you'd like to go to yes yeah i watch love island australia oh. yes i've been watching that you fall into the trap I've fallen into the trap. They do so well at the suspense of just normal people in a fucking house. At the suspense, <laughs> though, yes, that's a good point. You know, and dodging the thing that we're not going to talk about, even though we know they're all doing. It's yeah, <laughs> it's an interesting concept for a show, isn't it? It's yeah, it is. It is. Those editors and magicians. It's no. It's, that's um, a good point, yeah. actually. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I believe we both know um, someone who was a writer for, oh, it was a show um, that was very similar in its concept, where it was people just meeting each other in the bars and stuff like that. And, and it was that sort of them hooking up, but it was... Uh, they were put in the right place at the right time, if that's the, the sort of thing. Arguably, I guess you could say in this this case as well. But you can really see the boost of of how they play up to the camera, which I, I, I think is really interesting. Um, both when, yeah. they're on, when they know they're being seen and when they're not being seen. Um, it's in, in this... In, in, um, Instagram world. I think it's an interesting thing for younger people to see, at least. Um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Just in, in the way that reputation has gone from the 1950s wearing a leather-clad jacket and, like, you know, staying in your group, where now it's sort of like, no, see everybody, and then just don't talk about one thing. It's, it's an interesting sort of concept. But do you have a favourite that you think, like, you know, um, how does that show work? Do they... Is it the winning couple, or is it one person wins, or whoever gets the most, like, to take home? So, yeah, a winning couple ends up winning the, the, the season or whatever. But sometimes if you're not coupled up, they'll suddenly have this elimination thing. And if you're a single, you're, you're off the island or whatever it is. Nice. So it's just, yeah, it's interesting to see if someone wants to couple up just to stay on the show or yes. I don't know. But I just, yeah, I'd be watching. I, I can't. I just want to couple up and stay on the show. <laughs> what was that? That's how I got here, though. I coupled up to stay on this show. <laughs> to stay on this show, yeah. <laughs> That's all right. It you can't. You can't see the shackles underneath, like where the camera drips off. Yeah, that's it. You're here, aren't you? Yeah, that's it. Um, but I was gonna say, uh, Joe, uh, is that just your only guilty pleasure, or is that genre of show, like reality TV shows, or love reality TV shows? Like, are you a Survivor yeah, fan? Um, I haven't watched too much Survivor. I've watched um, uh, like like Jersey Shore and Geordie Shore and yeah, things yeah. like that. Whereas I like I like. I pretend I turn my nose up at things like keeping up with the Kardashians, but I used to love that as well. I don't know. I just, yeah. sometimes I'll just love reality TV. Yeah, no, that's it. It is. It's, it's easy to pour. Similar actually to the Hallmark films. Like, you know, it's, it's something that you loosely have to invest into, but every now and then you can come across a gem, uh, which is mm. really nice. I, I don't know if it's a Hallmark film. I don't think it was. It was a, it felt to me like a Hallmark film when it came out, but do either of you guys know Somewhere in Time with Christopher Reeve and Jane Seymour? Yes, yes, I do. Yes. Awesome. Fantastic. Him. What What do you think? He loves it. He has a very low bar, though. I think. Uh, he has a lot of what? He has a picture of, of Jane Seymour in the bathroom, did you say? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, That's a low bar. So that, that was written by um, Richard Matheson, oh, whose son recently I found out was... Hold on. You can fact check me about this, but was his son one of the people who wrote Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure? Fact no. check that in the chats. I, I know, right? It sounds like a weird really? thing, but Mel Brooks producing The Fly also sounds weird. Um, yeah, it's true. Um, but, yeah, let's check it. Yeah, fact check that. Um, but what was it? Yes. Um, so that was written by Richard Matheson. He wrote the screenplay for it. He also wrote the book for it, Bid Time Return. Um, and he was walking around an antique store in a town on holiday one day. Uh, and uh, my family used to go to the Blue Mountains a lot during the, the winter period. And so it used to be this, like, you know, uh, I was going to say moss-covered town, but a fog-covered town where it was this beautiful sort of thing full of antique stores that you'd go through, old cinemas and stuff. And uh, Richard Matheson wrote in this that he saw a uh, picture of... The woman who played Peter Pan in the original J.M. Barry stage productions of Peter Pan. 
I what? can't remember her name now. It's not Mary Anning. That's she sells seashells by the seashore. Uh, for explanation of that, do a Screamwise course with me. Um, <laughs> He's um, totally right. His son David, uh, Chris, did write Bill and Ted's whole franchise. That's that is. So weird. is that right? Awesome. Correct. Yeah. Yes, points to me. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, within that, yeah. Um, so he, he he saw a photo of the the young woman who played the original Peter Pan in J M Barrie's stage production of Peter Pan, um, in which I think recently they have uh, started making a film about her because she had um, she was shunned in the uh, life because of her sexual orientation, uh, and so she re uh, revolted from doing a lot of films. But there are screen tests of her out there. Anyway, there was a picture, a, a photo of her on the wall that Richard Matheson saw, and he was so overcome by the the feelings that he felt for this photo and remembered her and, and dreamt about her that night that he wrote this story, Bid Time Return, which is pretty much somewhere in time, uh, which, again, is absolutely gorgeous. It's uh, heart-wrenching. It brings a tear to my eye every time, and I absolutely adore it. Um, so if you do like that, um, I, I highly recommend it. Do you have a favourite moment in it for me? Personally, just because my name is Richard, I think when she calls out his name and is running up the stairs, that's, like, you know, a bit for me. But what's your favourite? Is it when Christopher Plummer punches him in the stomach? Yeah, I think everyone loves that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Is Christopher Plummer, Plummer in it as well? Yeah. yeah. It's actually quite star-studded. I like the hats. That's it, the fashion. It's set in 1912. That's it. It's yeah. so good. Oh, that was a game I want to do. Yeah. So um, I just recently found out the difference between what differentiates a blazer. Um, and I wonder if you guys know, maybe you guys can get points before we even start. Um, what, what are the... What would... What what would be iconic to a blazer? Different to a suit jacket or a sports jacket? This is elbow exciting. elbow patches. No. Yeah, Oxford University. Thing. No, that's not it. No, but you maybe the blue stripes, the stripes. No. Or oh, a little bit more information. Shoulder pads or pinstripes? Something to do with pinstripes? Does a blazer have buttons? It does, doesn't it? They all have buttons, yeah. But yeah. there might be something specific about the buttons on a blazer. Single button line? No. Thanks, Phil Robinson. No. They're on the wrong side, are they? The buttons? No. No, no that would be that's a male or female. Oh what? Yeah, oh. male or female is the orientation of it where it's lapped over. So if you ever get one like you know that's uh, in a way that you're going, oh, this is different to my other clothes. It's most likely because of that, or it could be a fashion choice. Um, uh, I was in Port Nans. <laughs> Port Nans. Sorry, sorry. I was terrible. Sorry. He's talking about Portmans, the woman's. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Portmans. I remember right. it well. Portmans. Yes, Portmans. <laughs> oh, Natalie's store, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, terrible, terrible dad jokes. So, no. Um, um, what would usually denote it? What, um, it was sailing clubs, boating clubs, university clubs. But they, if they had anything on it, it would be a blazon in colour. So stripes or um, lines around the lapels uh, were blazoned with colour. So an opposing colour. So on this, it's dark or navy blue. So you'd have like a bright yellow, something that popped. And it might have an emblem on one side, on the insignia of your... Um, club yeah. like a sailing club or whatever um or the buttons and or the buttons would be gold blazon again uh like a, a gold uh, on yes like, exactly yeah. yeah and again most cool of the time paper. with yeah. a nautical theme because so sailing close. Clubs. you were close but no cigar yeah no cigar um and no points unfortunately no yet point. um but that's all right we'll, 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 we'll... <laughs> well sorry negative points for shame i wish we could but we can't 
Or we just start like a separate like Excel document where it's just Shane. <laughs> That's it. I've already got one running. Yeah. yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, Rihanna Elizabeth Hines is getting out there saying, "Girl friends, bring it on." Um, unless when it's Fabio gets hit in the face with a bird on a roller coaster. Yes. Does anyone know out there what kind of bird it was? Now. Just while we do a segue, whilst we can give you a moment to think of it, um, for any of you guys playing at home, you can technically classify um, birds as uh, avian dinosaurs and the other way around. So, yeah, if you're doing any sort of etymology in, in the genus sense like that, and anyone asks you, were horses around at the same time as dinosaurs, you have to first clarify whether or not they consider modern-day birds to be... Um, uh, yeah, exactly, flying dinosaurs, avian dinosaurs. Awesome. Do you guys know what, what animal it could have been? Feel free to steal the um, answers that people are saying in the chat as well on the side. A goose. Yes, it was a goose. A goose? Yeah, what? A goose. A big, huge thing. Now, I'm not too sure if it was a swan. Do you know that, like Joe? That. It was a big-ass thing, yeah. That, that was someone in the chat. That was Phil Robinson, I think. Yeah, Phil Robinson. Not no. by, and canine as well. So very, very well done. I wish... Wish we could give the audience points as well. I can share you guys the link too if you guys do want to uh, play along at home. The only thing is, uh, I don't know if you'll be able to play in the last round because I don't know who, whose name I'll be having to put into the um, exclusionary area. But I'm going to go over to Zoom and I'll just jot into our chat here the link so that you guys can see that. So that you can see the chats uh, in real time if you want to on the side there. Thank you. That'd be great. Beautiful. Uh, so whilst we just have a little bit of a pause here, we've talked about a little bit of guilty pleasures. Um, we're just going to quickly bring up for you guys the Wheel of Fortunes. Now, you guys might um, be familiar with this in some of our other games, but each time it gets longer and bigger, and hopefully we don't land on Bankrupt, but we're going to be seeing all of these games tonight. We have player's choice, obviously. It is up to our players to choose. We have viewer's choice. You guys get to choose at home. Monster mashups, you know what that means. Never mind the spicks and specs. We've got D20. We've got Spin Again, my personal favourite. We've got Chrono Loco. We've got Britney, the Toxic Avenger. We've got Pop Quiz with Hot Shots. Or we've got Chicken or egg and of course bankrupt if we land on that that means all the points go back to zero or love which that's one of the things i always liked about tennis love it was zero but it was always in love and of course we have our sponsor tonight be going to be giving away a board game now this is a fantastic board game which i, I meant to bring up the little details about it from what kind of i can remember is you're going into an old spooky haunted house and you have to solve some sort of mystery or some sort of thing that's going on in there uh and it's a, a board game i think for six to eight players or something like that so it's a lot of fun that you guys can have so if you guys are competing in our round four quiz arena tournament you guys can win that by sending us an email at rushcutterentertainment at gmail.com uh, all the details are down in our description below so yes that'll be our round four so hopefully that'll be a lot of fun is there any game that off the top of your head you guys are looking forward to chicken and egg Yay! yeah that was what i was gonna say too chicken and egg. awesome nice that's all about yes which came first um uh, which came first obviously the chicken or the egg from the biological standpoint which do you think came first the chicken or the egg Chicken. Egg. Chicken. Chicken. Yeah, I reckon egg. Ch egg. Nice. Well, I heard both of you say 
egg at one point. I also heard one side say the um, the chicken. So you get one point. It's the egg. Because from a biological standpoint, of course, the mutation would have to occur after the egg has produced the thing, the chicken, the whatever it is. Yeah, that then can pass it on. Uh, and of course, uh, it doesn't have to. You don't have to lay those eggs uh, out external of the body for you to have had eggs. Exactly. We already got as well. Chicken or egg seems to be a favourite purely just because of the stinger. Exactly. Uh, and the song from what was it? I think I took it from. Uh, uh, Sesame Street, which is, it gets in your head. It's worse than um, the uh, Ding Dang Dong song from uh, UK Drag Race. I mean, oh my god. Now that's in my head. Great. Yes, um, monster mashups from Phil Robinson and Chicken or Egg. Cool. Awesome. I like it. We like Chicken or Egg. Um, but of course, we've got two rounds as well. Never mind the Spicks and Specs is a music game where we have uh, mashed up songs where you've got to identify the song uh, mm -hmm. artists, and uh, Britney, the Toxic Avenger, which of course you've got to guess the different artists that all the songs were mashed up with. So yeah, very similar, but slightly different. And of course, Corona Loco, my personal favourite. Uh, good. Uh, and Ghoul Friends, uh, I was going to say that you've given us an objective, but I'm not going to live up to this objective. She says, don't make her laugh too hard tonight. Uh, Rhiannon broke her rib a couple of days ago. Oh no! Okay, now I'll have to make her break the other ribs. Uh, there's more there. We've come on. We've got standards. Algetisudis. Uh, we can do this together, Rhiannon. Uh, no, we'll, we'll take care. More wine. Sedate. And drink responsibly. <laughs> of course, I'm drinking, uh, was it, two uh, Paddock Sam Neill's wine. Uh, absolutely beautiful on the palate. And I have to be careful. I've broken two glasses before this. And I think that that was a sign just to tell me not to do that. And hopefully, we're going to get to a round of... the. Um, Venkman Burn in Hell. So uh, I always like to play that, and it gets to see whether we can play with some ESP. So good stuff. Fantastic. Is there anything you guys wanted to mention, wanted to plug before we head into our games? No. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Nice. Awesome. Still got the shades on. I'm, I'm going to take them off. It's, it's, it's go time. It's go Great. time. Yeah. Oh, whoa! So serious. Power. So serious. Like that. You imbibe them. They like get sucked into your tear ducts. Awesome. <laughs> Beautiful. Okie day. Well, let's go up to our Wheel of Fortunes. Oh, now what I should do, actually, I'm going to come back to here. I'm going to see with our dice roller if we have a choice of two. Uh, I don't. Harumph. Because we're going to decide who goes first and who goes second. Because one person who gets to spin the wheel, it's going to be their game first. It determines who goes first. So does anyone want to be nice and leave it up to the other person? Joe can have it. What? Oh, look at you. I no. thought you were going to be... Oh, nice. So, Joe, this is up to you to spin, so don't mess it up. Here we go. It's all on you, Mr. Kalu. Uh, fantastic. Is that going to work if I click it? I wish you could. We've tried before. We had buzzers as well implemented, but we've noticed there's a time delay. And so yeah. just to alleviate more problems, as you've noticed, uh, I have a terrible affinity with technology. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to control it all and be more of a god figure. So, sucked in. Yes. I like that more. <laughs> so, here we go. I think that's um, cool. you, which one did you want? You want uh, chicken or egg, don't you? Awesome. I do. Awesome. Well, if yeah. it lands on that, I'll give you a point as well. Um, and what yes. was it? Did you want to pick another one, the Emmets, as well? So, we want chicken and egg. And, and uh, what do we want? We want. I want bankrupt. Kidding. No. <laughs> I'll give it to you. It's our first round. If you land on viewer's choice or bankrupt, I'll give you... If you land on bankrupt, I'll give you five points. Here we go. Joe Colo, spin!
Yes! Oh, yes! It's a monster mashups, people. I just mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that one uh, and coming back to here let's just close this down so that I don't need to see that anymore beautiful because we're going to a monster mashups isn't that right ladies and gentlemen a monster mashups Phil Robinson at home you guessed you wanted you got so remember to dance along to the stinger Whee! Fantastic. So our game of monster mashups. We have here an artist called Lorna Keeley Hart, uh, and she has uh, drawn a mashup of a couple of different uh, images. That's right. There are Disney films. I think they're all Disney films. Not too sure exactly if they're other things. We do have another uh, game. Uh, of monster mashups where our previous ones were one horror film. So I'm trying to work out how to work out the film. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be one film reference that you can get. Because you can see how it's sort of half cut down to the bottom, you have the chance of getting five points for the first person who says it. Yeah? For the film. But the Disney references, uh, you can say uh, at any point, uh, time for one point. One Dalmatians. So nice. Awesome. Uh, 101 Dalmatians. No. No, okay. but nice. It was a heroic guess. It was a heroic guess. I'll bring oh, it back up so oh. the screen so that people can at home can see it. Yes, yes, the big screen. The big screen, there we go. So, yes. Uh, so this is for five points, and I say, yeah, five points. Why not? We'll start off the bat with five points. So for our monster mashups, play it along at home and feel free to um, use the answers that the people at home give you in the chat because they're going to be looking for it as well. So we're looking for uh, the character of a film I think it's a Disney film. It's a cartoon, at least. Yeah. Uh, and the character of another cartoon, <laughs> which they've been mashed up into, and the name of those two films. So someone in the chat might be helping you out if someone wants to call that yeah, one out. Yeah, I thought it was Jessica Rabbit, too. But... Nice. Well, you've said it now, so you got the point. Oh, Ooh, nice. Superman. Superman. Didn't Rihanna and Elizabeth say it? Oh, I don't know. Hold on. Just before you said that, I'm going to use the fact of my ability to go like that and say, what did you just say, the Emmets? What did you say, Joe? You said who Superman. Rabbit? You said who framed Roger Rabbit, didn't you? Nice. You got another two, three, yes, four points. Wow. Nice. And I'll just reset that so that we can see the whole image like that. So oh, that's wow. what it is. Great. That's really good drawing. That is She's cool. an awesome artist. Yes, and that's her um, little handle down the bottom there. Yeah. Now I'm looking for the character name. Yzma? Is that, that looks like Oh, Yzma, nice, Joe. You got a point. Nice. Thank you. Nicely done. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. About time. <laughs> that's good. So, so far we have two points for Joe Colo and six points for Hey Amets. Hey Amets. <laughs> and people at home, what film is that from? There we go. Oh, actually, there's going to be quite a few. No, uh, 
yeah. Hey, I'm back. Yeah, exactly. One particular film, at least, I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, good. Uh, it, it might give you high anxiety to try and think of it, but just strain along at home. Good. So we have five of these to go, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to go back into our monster mashups, close down that one, and bring up our next one for... Ooh, four points. So you might have to say again. Um. Oh God. Again, these are done by the same artist as well, who, again, I encourage you to follow her handle. Not right now, because you'll probably see what all of these things are going to be. But um, after, of course, this segment... Any thoughts there at the moment? Like, you know, there's no points for wrong answers, so feel free to throw out any. Hmm. Are we still in the world of Disney? I think so, yes, for at least the character. Um, I don't think for the film reference, though. Like, is it, like, it looks like, like a Buzz Lightyear legs or something. Buzz Lightyear, no. Buzz Lightyear, Mickey Mouse, no. Mickey Mouse, no. Nice. Like uh, good time nothing. period to be thinking of. Is it, a, is it a dwarf? Is it a, one of the seven dwarves? Mm, I, not from recollection, but we've had quite a few, and I can't necessarily recall, so hopefully I'm going to remember. If I take away one point and say for three points, oh. This is This is hard. Yes. I like it. There was a little musical cue to, that was um, in this film, in the intro. It was subtle, and there was a lot of references in the intro, but there was a theme, which I've, I've mentioned a couple of times, which sort of just makes your heart sing. And it was sung by a character in this film. Or it, not in the film, actually, in the film that this character is being, I think. And I'm pretty sure it's a horror film. There's a horror film and a Disney film. Yeah, is it it? It's not it. No, not Pennywise from it. Pennywise, that's the name of it. No, wasn't that? Sorry, what did you say, Joe? Is it the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh, great, awesome call, but no, it wasn't Texas Chainsaw Massacre. At least not again from my recollection. If I am wrong about any of these, I'm going to give you the points. Is it Saw? Saw. I don't think it's Saw. No, we're going to go up for two points, I think it is. Chucky. Chucky, nicely done. Joe, you get one point, two points, three, four. No, it was just three points, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Nice. I see it now. And you yeah. see, yes, that was I'm pretty sure that was the Emmets that said Charles play. Uh, with help from Phil. Thank you. It was Phil's. Take it. Take it. We trust Phil. I trust Phil. Yes, trust in Phil. Phil. He Thank will provide. Phil. He has a TARDIS, by the way. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, I don't know if it's in, in, in his front yard or his backyard, but he sent me a photo and it's like it's awesome, it's epic. Sorry if, if I wasn't supposed to reveal that, Phil, if I've like, you know, alerted MI six or something. Um uh. Yeah. Take it up with Quiz Arena. <laughs> Definitely not YouTube. It's not affiliated. Uh good, awesome, yes, and and, and another character I'm looking for? It's also the name of the film. Another character. That's our doorbell, doorbell, but there's no one there. It's I'm a, really it's sorry. It's like a ghost doorbell. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's communing with the spirits. It is. It's awesome. It's Chucky. That'd be terrifying at like 4 a.m. <laughs> it terrifying is. at 4 a.m. Yes. I have a sensor light that, that alerts you when it's the battery is dying and it just like turns on randomly. And that was right outside my bedroom window. And so it's just like, ah, no. Um, <laughs> sorry, did you say one there? Another Disney film <laughs> reference? Disney film reference. Uh, so. Pinocchio? 
Nice. You got it. A point to That was was Phil again. Yeah, there is also a point for who mentions the character as well. Geppetto. Geppetto. Nice. Yes. Nicely done. Emmett's got the point for that one. Awesome. We go back into it. I know. I like this. So you have to say it twice to get both of them. (laughs) Uh, Beautiful. So that's our image. I'm just going to reset it. And make it full screen. Beautiful stuff. So that's their image there. Ikol Pinocchio, mitten really knife good. in his hand. Awesome. That is cool. They are very cool. And we'll go on to our next one for four points. For four points. This is a film and a Disney reference. Oh, well, I just realized how broad the term Disney reference now is. It could be Fox. <laughs> it, could, like, it could be yeah. anything. Um, so it's, um, let's say, sorry. Oh, hold on. I don't think so. No, my mind is doing something that's only because I'm having wine. No, I don't think it is. E.T. Yeah. Joe Colo gets one, two, three, four points. Yeah, is that Pete? We were just saying Pete with the big hands. That's Thank um, you, oh, canine. Big hands, nice. Awesome. Okay, yeah. and the... Oh, uh, well done. And who are the that characters? E.T. E.T. and Pete. No, that's... Oh, that's... That's, that's Wally. That's Wally. No, that's... Short Circuit. Short Circuit, yeah. Oh. Which no, you said Wally. That's Wally. Yeah, it's oh. got to be Wally. Yeah. Wally, yeah, good one. I don't know the name of the captain, but if anybody else uh, out there knows the name of the captain, you can let us know. Is it the captain or is it somebody else? They all had that same sort of design, I think. But uh, yeah, no, I just wanted to as well. I'm going to give you guys a point as well, just because of the uh, short circuit reference. Because number five is alive. I should give you five points, <laughs> but that's going to yeah. be cruel. Um, we'll see. Hopefully, we'll get to a D20. So yes, awesome reference, beautiful, uh, and nicely done there, Joe. So uh, yes, currently we've got the Hey Emmett on nine points and Joe Colo on eleven points uh, for uh, I think is it our last one. No, we've got two more. So we're going to close that one. Our next one for five points. Um, Tangled. 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 Yes. Rapunzel. And Rapunzel, nicely done. Yes. Um. Shoes. Yeah. What else could we get? And so there's a movie as well. A name of a movie. Shoes. The shoes. Faber Castell pen. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag not sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly the next picture. Yeah. I don't need more info. Nice. I like it. I like it. I always forget to do it and I need to put a timer up. So, how was I? It was four points? Five points? No, three points. Xena. Nice Wonder Woman. One, two, three. Nice. Nicely done. Beautiful stuff. Reset that. Oh, that is awesome. Now, I feel like I really should have researched this because I want to know his name and I feel like I should know his name. Sorry? Pascal. Pascal. Yes, I think you're right. Boom. That's the way. <laughs> Wait, let me just that was good. that. Good on you, kiddo. Uh, we are correct. You don't need a fact check. I've got that 100%. <laughs> I, I do trust you, but just because there's a Faber, uh, uh, a yeah. Faber Castell, I was just like, I'll, I'll get hate torrents if I do that. Hate torrents, that's the wrong one. <laughs> Tweets, same thing, isn't it? <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> that's it. A torrent of tweets. That's it. Torrents of hate. Yes. Download responsibly, kids. Um, Thank you. Yes. Well done. Yes, Tangled. Uh, and yes, you said that's perfect work. So we've got, was it 15 points and 11 points? You are absolutely correct. Nicely done. Beautiful stuff. Very good. And Suck feel it, free Joe to. Yeah. <laughs> what? Suck it, Joe Colo. Tell it? me to yes. suck it. Yes. Nice. Well, there's, there's this one, uh, round one of, of many. So we're going to see how we go with our last monster mashups. So for, ooh, five points. Prince. Oh my golly gosh. One, two, three. Did I say five? Five points. Nice. Boom. Now what's the Disney character? And the Disney film? Ariel? No, we talking about Little Mermaid? No. Um, like a oh, Soul? Lilo and Stitch? No. no. I feel like we've had enough there to go down to four points. Oh, actually, wait a minute. What am I doing? Let's open it right up because you've already got the things Coco. there. Coco. Whoops. Yes. Aladdin. Uh, Jafar. Uh, Jafar and, yeah, and Prince. Yes. Now, Joe, you said yes, which gives me the impression that you actually said it first. No, Joe did. Joe did. Yeah, Joe did. Oh, did? Awesome. Yes. Nicely Joe. done, then. Awesome. It's only one point, so you get that one over there, too. Fantastic. From, you said Aladdin as well, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Nicely done, of course. Fantastic work. Um, beautiful stuff. And how cool is that image? I'm going to go back to yeah, the... That is so cool. So that's... awesome, isn't it? Yeah, that's cool. So cool. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, do you guys know the aristocrats joke? No. Maybe? No, if, if it doesn't spring to mind and you don't burst out laughing, it's a good thing. Don't Definitely don't look up Gilbert Godfrey tells the aristocrats joke, especially it's not for safe for work. So Robert Woods, avoid that. <laughs> I love Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> He's hilarious, isn't he? I just recently <laughs> saw um, uh, a version with um, the guy who played the Critter's Bounty Hunter. I think it's Terence Mann or something like that, uh, who was um, Frankenfurter in it. But the narrator was Gilbert Gottfried. And he went off on these tangents and was talking about, this guy's ass! And stuff. It was <laughs> so funny. Now I'm going to straddle the pole! It was hilarious. So funny. That um, is a great impression. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> any chance to give out poor impressions? Um <laughs> But yeah, no, but of course he played Iago, so that's that's the tie-in that I wanted to, to make there at least. Right, yes. Yes. Um, beautiful, fantastic. Well, of course, that was Monster Mashups. Congratulations. At the moment, we've got Hey Mads with 15 points and Woo! Joe Colo on 18 points. Oh, Nicely done. Fantastic stuff. <laughs> Revved and fun and awesome. You guys know your stuff? Already off the bat, I don't know if we've had such high scores off the bat so far. I say that, but people in the chats, you can clarify me. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the, the chats that's got out there, Phil Robinson said, it that Pete? I'm assuming that's you're talking about the guy who was the, the captain. The, the I'm pretty sure it does say his name on the plaque in the oh. film. Yeah. Um, but that's like that's a very interesting like deep dive into the whole Wally film. And if you guys are interested in the the theories of the whole Pixar universe, they um, yes, or, yeah, exactly how they all joined. There's a timeline there. It's so cool. incredible. It's really really interesting. And every film has sort of added to that. And so that's a great rabbit hole to go down on on YouTube yeah, cool. as well. Okay. If you enjoy that. Um, speaking of which, too, I want to give a shout out to Joe Colo as well. Um, you've got a YouTube channel where you're doing a whole bunch of different things. There, uh, I saw you playing Ark, the the game, um, which yes. I wish I had time to play. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, what, what have you been doing over there? 
Uh, on YouTube, I've been doing like a lot of vlogs. I've been, I've, yeah. I haven't put the most recent one out or anything, but yeah, a lot of vlogs. And I'm I'm actually gaming a lot on Twitch. Oh, cool. Yeah, awesome. as well. Yeah, so that's that's good fun. You know, lockdown, we had to all get creative and... Yeah. I was going to say, have you got a favorite yeah. game? What's the one that you sort of like go to at 2 a.m. or when you have a uh, I am a Fortnite tragic. I do love playing Fortnite. Oh, cool. I do. Awesome. That's I think I it's fun. Played. Yeah. I love it and hate it, you know? <laughs> yeah. One of those. Addictive. Yeah. yeah, so addictive. Yeah, no, and Mario Kart. You can't go past Mario Kart. Of course, the just... classics. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. I, I grew up on the what was Sega Mega Drive 2 and um, yeah. and floppy, disk, uh, floppy disks on the um, the library computer playing um, uh, Pong and stuff like that, as, as weird as it yeah. sounds. I sound really old now, but like, um, <laughs> I swear, 400 no. is young for a vampire. Um, <laughs> but um, speaking of which, do you guys have any um, uh, gaming references that you guys like playing? So I'm on my back. I'm yeah. trusted with audio now. Um, for me, it's more. Um, I, I love Red, Red Dead Redemption. That was oh, been, that was the game that brought me back from the Commodore 64. To be honest, because <laughs> yeah. I grew up with Commodore 64, and I I adored it. Like I really adored it. I, I spent an entire summer playing The Last Ninja. To try and finish this game off, they've actually got like a joystick that you can plug into the TV that has like 200 Commodore 64 games loaded onto oh, it. Sweet, so yes, day. yeah, <laughs> you did the All hack that I grew up with and loved. And so, it wasn't until much into adulthood that I finally got an Xbox. And one of the first games that brought me back was Red Dead Redemption. It actually changed my life, like, it actually. Yeah. Changed my life. <laughs> I love the so skeptic much. head shakes there. Yeah, she's out of here. We lost her. Never what are you going to do now? She was the brains of this operation. And when John Marston was being gunned down in my shed at the end of the story, <laughs> it's an older game now, but honestly, it broke my heart. I couldn't talk oh, about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. They're very gripping games like that. Was that the second one or the first one you're talking about? The first one. That was the first one. I have done the second one now, which was equally as good. But the, um, the, the the first one was the one that, that really opened my eyes to this new kind of open world kind of gaming. It mm. was incredible. Yeah. The, even when you play Call of Duty or some of these other earlier games, you, you sort of found there were still limitations to your to your map. You know, you're still sort of guide within a realm of, of, mm. a, of a barricaded story. But this was something where you could, it felt like you could ride anywhere. I could go to Mexico. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. As long as it's got like, you know, quick travel abilities, because every time you've got to like, like after you get over all that, this is beautiful riding through the scenery. Now you've got to ride half an hour in real time to do a quest. That's the one thing that always got me. But yeah, GTA, I think four, no, no, actually three, Vice City. That was the one I think that did that same thing for me, where it just went yeah, Vice City. open world gaming is like much more possible and like crashing cars and stuff like that. It's so cool. But yeah. Um, uh, and on the PC, did you play that? Because I had the original GTA on PC and it was like a revelation. Oh, yeah. Like the, the bird's eye view. Yeah. Bird's eye view, first GTA, that and Doom. Doom, oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, that's, yeah. I remember playing that the first time, like, you went to the Windows interface and it wasn't logging on through MS-DOS. And it's just like, yeah, it was so cool to have that scary atmosphere that now we compare to something that's so... Like grainy and cheesy and stuff, but no, it was terrifying. so good back then. Ha have you played any of the new Doom games? Mm. 
I have it. I have it on Xbox One, mm. and I haven't loaded it on yet. Um, yeah, yeah. That's because yeah. that got me. That like still the terrifying when they first turned and that came out. The very Evil Dead and very uh, Necronomicon, H.P. Lovecraft sort of way of, of the zombification, which I also, mwah, chef's kiss, love uh, about that too. Uh, cool, awesome. Do you guys play, I've just got it, um, I think it's called Phasmatobia? Phas- Phasmatasia? The, the one where you're looking for ghosts. That sounds made up. Yeah, it, do, it does sound made up and I, I like the fact <laughs> that you're holding it to it, forcing me to open up Steam to clarify it. Let's find out. Phasmatobia. Sounds like fun. Yeah, Phasmatobia. It sounds like a foot disease. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fungal tovia. Yeah. Um, but yes, that's one which we were talking about just where I think that idea of playing in a, a team and a group is yeah. like, you, there's only one way to play that game because you're looking for ghosts. If you're going into one place and going to get scared, there's no point. I don't know. It's, it's something I don't want to play. So getting that sort of team camaraderie where you can go, oh, spooky, oh, and run out together. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just another we, segue. We, Sorry, you also, go, yeah. we came across a board game called um, Pandemic um, last Christmas. Yeah. Well, we've always loved board games, but this was one of the first board games we've ever played where you could actually play as a team. As a team. Yeah. Everyone sort of try, and obviously it's more relevant than ever now. When we played this, what, two Christmases ago? Also, like, you know. Pandemic is obviously not you. It's a classic game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like Risk, but you're not hating on everyone. Yeah, there's a new game cool. called Risk. It's crazy. Yeah. I guess, yeah, that's an old adage of nothing's original. <laughs> but I think I know the one you're talking about because I think I've got that on my phone. And it's uh, the one where you can play as the disease or the virus. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and you actually learn a lot about the differences between viruses, um, prions, um, or prions, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, um, funguses, uh, bacteria, and, and different influences from that. And it's, yeah, it's really, really interesting. Um, cool. Uh, there was another segue I, w- I was going to do for a second, but I can't remember what it was. So, never out, mind! Freaked out watching Phasmagorical... Phasmatron. Yeah, um, Phasmatobia. Yeah, hashtag not sponsored, but you know. what We are sponsored by uh, is a board game, a physical board game. So just like these guys are talking about, you guys can get your own physical board game. Not just yet, because we're still only at our second round. We're going to spin that wheel in just a second. But at the end of this uh, three rounds, we'll be able to get to see which one of you guys are going to be getting that board game at home. Beautiful. Well, let's go into another spin of the wheel, shall we? Yes. 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 We shall. Awesome. So we've taken off our last one. We've got our games back up there again. So give us a shout out if there's one that you want us to land on. And I'll be bankrupt. generous again. Bankrupt. So, okay. Unfortunately, now, if you land on bankrupt, yeah, you're going to lose all the points. But. I want Britney the Toxic Avenger. Awesome. You want Britney Toxic Avenger? I'll give you a point for Britney Toxic Avenger. And what do you guys want, the Amets? Spicks and Specs. Spicks and Specs. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Never mind the Spicks and Specs. Well, let's find out because that was Joe's spin before. So now we're going to find out what Hey Amet spin is. Let's poke along. Me. Awesome. Joe, you got a point. 
really yeah. brilliantly done and brutal. As we take that one off there, I close down that wheel there. Really Fantastic. Yeah. So skilled. So good. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all in good fun and games. And this game, of course, although these songs aren't going to be featuring Britney Spears, it is, of course, that game of Britney, the Toxic Avenger, where we have some songs where each of you are going to be able to play separately and help each other, actually, to accrue points. And you could get quite a few points to help each other identify the artists in these mashup songs, of course, by DJ Cumberbund uh, on YouTube. So let's go into it without me just rattling on like I always do to Britney the Toxic Avenger. Fantastic. So in our first round up here, uh, what I really should have done was enabled the background so that I didn't have to come back here and flick it up into our background. But you know what? That's the, the joys of live TV, I think. You know? Yes, yes. of course. And, and as, of course, you do at home. Uh, beautiful. So our first round, this is for Hey Amats, and you have to identify the artists in this song. You get a point for each artist that you identify, uh, and I think there is six. I'm just going to bring it up on the side here so that I make sure that I get it right. And, of course, Joe, you can feel free to help along as well. And just like our previous round as well, the viewers at home can jot into the chats on the side what you think it is, but I have told the people in the chat that they can either help or hinder our guests. So they may be putting things in to, to throw you off. But who knows? So far, they've been very, very nice and kind. There's a good camaraderie that's going off in there. So um, it's not just the smell that's here. Something else has gone off here. Um, but we're going to go into it. Ah, I like it. We Thank should you get a point for that Beautiful. Okie day. So here we go. Let's go this down here. I have my notes right here. Beautiful stuff. So ladies and gentlemen at home, crank up that audio. You should be able to be able to dance along at home to a fun little ditty that was made by the illustrious DJ Cumberbund. Uh, when I find the game, where is it? There it is. <laughs> awesome. So here we go. So all the points, this is just for the Emmets. Hey, Emmets points. Here we go playing now. She's a very kinky girl The kind you don't Let think me know to mother She will never let your spirits down Once you get her off the street The music is um the pretender Foo Fighters. It's it's Foo Fighters, the pretender. Show you say again, Joe. 
It, it's Foo Fighters, the pretender. Yeah, you got a point for that? By the way, it goes for four minutes, so it's just better to enjoy it. Nice. Foo Fighters, Rick James. Nice. I feel like Little Richard was in there, but no, I'm not sure. Was... Uh, who am I missing? Led Zeppelin, Foo Fighters, Rick James. Beach you got Boys. the four I was looking for. Oh, oh really? Nicely done. Damn. Yes. Brenda, there was, wait a minute. Let me just double check if this is the same one. 
if you are missing out one. I'll play it from the beginning as well, just so as well you can see that. But I have accrued the points when you call them out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I tried to catch them. There was a couple I didn't, but when you just called them out then, I put them in. So you have 20 points with Joe Colo on 19. Obviously, Joe, Ooh. any ones that Joe mentioned as well, I gave to you. So. Great. Nice. Right. Um, good stuff. Uh, so here is the clip from the beginning. Uh, so you can see it. She's a very kinky girl. I think I'm out for a 30 second There's one more point to be had. Oh, really? Yeah. What's the point? Did you hear what I said whilst that was playing? No. No. Ha ha ha, good. Because <laughs> I revealed it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there is one more artist out there. Just call any, any artist. Simply Red. No. <laughs> Imagine if that was right. Eh? Baggy Pants. Bangles. The Bangles. No. David Bowie. No. Dana Ross. No. Danielle Melba. Oh, awesome. No. Is the pool you're randomly picking from right now just like famous musician? No, I'm yeah, <laughs> I'm looking for a specific musician, but I know there's no context. So <laughs> it was uh, MC Hammer saying, you can't MC touch this. Hammer. There we go. Cool friends. Yeah, really? Yep. Very, uh, at the 30 second mark, there's a very quick, can't touch this. Just before it goes up. Da -na 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 -na. Wow. Yeah. That's rough. And that's, that's DJ cool. Cumberbund. So yes, very well done. So now, oh. Joe, it's your chance to get points. And of course, we're going to see if the uh, Hey Amets are going to help you or if they're going to hinder you, as well as our people out there in the chat. Uh, but look at his face. I mean, how, how could you not want to uh, give points to that face? Over there? Exactly. <laughs> Especially if they look like the Hey Amets. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, so back into our Britney, the Toxic Avenger. Awesome stuff for our next one. Bring up our backboard. Here we go. Points abound. Yell them out when you know. DJ
drinks, a lager drink, he drinks a cider drink. He sings the songs that remind him of the good time. He sings the songs that remind him of the better time. Cheap dog, standing in the rain. Move from doing it again. Oh, Black Betty, Bam a lamb. Oh, Black Betty, Bam a lamb. She's from Birmingham. Bam a lamb, way down in Alabama. Bam a lamb, well, she's shaking that thing. Bam a lamb, boy, she makes me sing. Bam a lamb, oh, Black Betty. DJ Cumberbund. Yeah. Spelt the same way as you would spell Cumberbund that you would wear around your waist, which is very interesting about the etymology of the whole neckerchiefs and, and attire. The, the Cumberbund was pretty much to hide the seam of where your trousers met your shirt, to greater um, increase the gap of someone leaping to the conclusion that that's where they go to the toilet. It's weird. Um, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very weird. It's the same as if you've ever like worn a vest. Um, the bottom button is usually undone. Ponces usually wear the bottom button undone. And that's only a thing, when I looked it up from an etymological point of view, it comes from the origin of, again, clubs. One club was just like, no, let's do this and so that they don't do that. And so, you know, they're not on the in crowd, aren't they? Oh, yes, yeah, so snap it, snap it. Um, you know, and, and they literally started doing it and that became a trend in generations of the club or the, you know, uh, university ilk, what do they call them? Alma matery things? You know, those things. 
that. Anyway, beautiful. What were the names that you guys got? All right. Uh, Ram Jam. Nice. Uh, Tom Jones. Nice. Michael Jackson. Nice. The Beatles. Yes. Weird Science. Ooh, that's not the band name. Mm. I know I'm constipated too. Oh. I, I have... <laughs> I have some things that I just saw pop up, but like, I think hopefully people will hook me up. Well, Oingo Boingo. Yes, Oingo Boingo. Oingo Boingo. Yeah, that's, um, was it, who, whose band is that? You guys probably know. Um, Oingo Boingo is, um, who's in it? Let me tell you. Nightmare on Elm, not Nightmare on Elm Street. Cumberbunds to my formal, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it makes you think of Benedict Cumberbatch. Different. Danny Sorry? Elfman. Yes, Danny, Danny Elfman. Elfman. I said Beetlejuice. That was the one I was thinking of. A Nightmare Before Christmas. So yes, uh, he's the lead singer, or he's somehow involved in that band. Awesome. Any other bands? He's like The Simpsons, Danny Elfman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, The Simpsons, Danny Elfman. Oh wow. Yeah. He's got like a what whole band. Sim- I'm surprised Andrew Sanford didn't tell you that. <laughs> He, he put me onto him and onto that band. I was like, oh, that's cool. But I never knew that they did Weird Science until today. <laughs> um, are there any other... Did you, you said the Beatles, didn't you? Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I gave you a point for that then. Yeah, there's two more, three more, is possibly. Chumbawamba a thing? Yes, Chumbawamba is a thing and correct for another artist. Sweet. There was a wrestler in there as well. Yeah, Randy Savage. Yes. Yeah, Randy man. Savage. Yeah. You both get a point for Randy Savage. Yeah. Yes. In every video. So, yeah. Uh, beautiful. Awesome stuff. And I don't know if you're going to get the last one. Beautiful. It's Lead Belly. Oh, Ooh, I wasn't going to get that. Googling. Yeah. That's right. Feel free to Google away. Yes, absolutely. And do check those out. Uh, DJ Cumberbund. You can also do a little bit of research. It'll give you some pre-advanced knowledge super to good. play the games in the future. But, yeah, that's our game of Brittany the Toxic Avenger. Thanks to DJ Cumberbund. Fantastic work, Yes. Guys. So, after that... Round, our two rounds so far. Hey, Emmett's are on 21 points and Joe Kalu on 26 points. Nicely done. Fantastic work. And I'll do a quick look out into the comments. Uh, oh, Gulfriend saying he's fabulous to see live in reference to uh, Danny Elfman. I'm pretty sure that's who you're talking Are you talking about Michael Jackson? Because that's the other person that you did represent. And I think that that would have been electric, I think, to see Michael Jackson on stage would have been amazing. Mm. I'm always, that's a guilty, guilty pleasure of mine. This is it. I'll just whack that on. Um, and for Chum- those of you who don't know, we talking about Chumbawamba. They're yeah, they were great live. Yeah. Incredible. Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. Chumbawamba. That's like, I think they're the only song that I know from them. Uh, and it was a very exclusive time of the nineties that it's reserved for me, uh, knowing, but that was quite good too, because it had a whole bunch of different decades in there. So it's something that the whole family, I think could get in there. Uh, Rihanna Elizabeth Hines, of course, we talked about this before, saw Michael Jackson live on stage when he was out in Australia. Um, which is awesome and amazing. I think it was in Australia. I hope I didn't just put words in your mouth. And Girlfriends saw Danny El- uh, saw Elfman, yeah, Danny Elfman live in New York. So that would have been cool. awesome fun to see. Incredible. Um, wow. That would have been really, really cool. Um, beautiful. Awesome. Sweet. So, yes, um, fun stuff, fun and games. Uh, how are we feeling, guys? Feeling good. Points. Joe's feeling points. Where did you get off you know what? I'm going to give a point to that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was you. You got a point for pointing. You got That's a point a good for thing. pointing. Yeah. Thank you. 
my candy of choice tonight that I'm sampling is um, I, I wanted to try them for a while. I like the bananas and I like chocolate. I thought they'd go well together, but they really aren't. No. Oh, is that, is that a thing? Chocolate covered lolly bananas? Yeah. 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 It was sounded so good in theory. Like no. sweet. No. Fruit. no. Clinkers. I know. And you can't get those teeth ones anymore. You know, the ones that See, taste like oh, or, or ivory yeah. or whatever it was. Chalk. See, chocolate on just like a banana banana is good. Yeah, that's it. That's what I was thinking. Banana split. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I know I've liked this before. God damn it. Awesome. Well, um, why don't we? Uh, we haven't landed on it, but usually we do go into it each week. And because I lined it up and um, get quite annoyed when I edit something that we don't use. So let's go into a game <laughs> of pop quiz with hot shots. And this week uh, we're going to be getting another question from Robert Woods, the director of An Ideal Host, which of course you can see at the Sydney Underground Film Festival. I'm pretty sure we have a link in his live stream video so you can check that out. But let's check in with our pop quiz with hot shots. <laughs> A recent favourite horror film of mine from another fellow Australian director, Lee Winnell, is The Invisible Man. Who wrote the novel that the original The Invisible Man was based on? Ooh, okay. So who wrote the novel that the original Invisible Man was based on? Hmm, good question. Ooh, and that weird sign. I'm going to turn that one off. Ah, fantastic fun. Was so it there we go. Wells? Was it War of the Worlds? H.G. Wells? Ooh, H.G. Wells, you're going to say? Yeah, nice. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to say that there's uh, two points on, two points off. Uh, so correct answers gets two points on. Correct, incorrect answer gets two points off. Just because we've got quite a few points out there. Uh, what would you be saying, Joe Colo? Yeah, I know. Now there's stakes. <laughs> I, well, I just want to say the same thing because of the, the comments, but that, can. that can't be it. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that as well, H.G. Yeah. Wells. It's, the only thing is that if you are wrong, it's you've doubled your chances at not having a 50-50 choice. Not to sway you. I didn't mean to sway you at all. But that's your answer, H.G. Wells. You're saying H.G. Wells. I wish I know. I just, I, I have no idea. I, I just don't know what it could be. So in that case, we'd better go back and ask Robert Woods. Robert, what was the answer? That is, of course, H.G. Wells. Nice! Yes! Two points for both of you and for all those people playing at home. Beautiful stuff. Awesomely worked. Uh, good stuff. And that will probably bring us into a, getting to the end of our rounds because I think that the audience out there is itching to have a play themselves. Uh, yes, so in just a, uh, one more game we're going to play because each week we do try and get to it. We're going to uh, test this out because one of the things that I do like, because I would love to see it, and one of the things that intrigues me about like you know, this whole concept is that I want to see a ghost show where it's just about the history of the location that they're at. And I just want to see what they do, no gimmicks or anything. So for the proof of a, um, a claim of, uh, any claim pretty much, uh, of psychic or um, 
uh, I can see ghosts, I can speak to blah, blah, blah. You can get $100,000 from the Australian Skeptical Society. If you, one, what, uh, can claim what exactly your claim is, two, under the conditions that you can perform or demonstrate that claim, and three, what is the success rate that you do expect. Cool? So you can get $100,000 if, of course, you have that proof of ability. Because I think it's time that we exploit that, just like we do penicillin, electricity, anything else. And so we're going to try a little James Randi and see if we can play with the 10% or the 12% or it changes on who you ask, but it could be 15% probability chance of randomly guessing what could be on these cards. As we play a game we play every week, and I know you love it because I love it here at home. Honouring Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is coming out very, very soon and hopefully won't get pushed back anymore, with a game of Venkman Burn in Hell. Fantastic. So I have in front of me a whole bunch of cards right here. Um, they're all um, got a design on the back. There's no trickery at all that goes into them. There's no gimmicks. One has a square, one has a red X or cross, a black cross, one is a green star, one is a black circle, one is black wavy lines, and one is a black star. Cool, awesome. So those are the choices of those cards. Uh, I'm not trying to do any hidden thing, there's no gimmicks, I'm not doing any tricky shovels, any uh, Hindu shuffles, which of course would be this, like that, uh, which of course I think I successfully did it there and didn't reveal the trick, so that's probably the only magic trick I've ever done successfully. Um, but I'm going to choose a card and I want you guys, and you guys actually, the hey Emmets, you get like three more chances at doing it because each of you can choose a card. And of course, you people at home, I want you to choose one. You don't even need to write in and if you don't want to, but you'll find out if you're right. So I'm going to pick one of these cards. I'm not even going to look at it. I'm not even going to see what it is, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to pick this card and I'm going to use my ESP ability. I don't think I have ESP. I haven't even got ESPN like Rand and Elizabeth Irons. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know sports if it kicked me with a football in the face. Um, but this is the card, and I want you guys to tell me what is the shape on the back. Extra points for the colour. Can we get three, right? Black circle for me. Awesome. Green so you're saying star. black circle? You're saying Green what, sorry? Scotia. Black cross for me. Black cross, black circle, and... Green star. And green star. Awesome. Remember those. <laughs> and Joe? I'm going to say red plus, red cross. A red cross. Nice. Oh, that's very good. And um, very donation of, of you. I um, hope that was one of them. I... Yeah, no, it definitely <laughs> was. It was. It was this one. I mean, I mean, uh, it might could be this one. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> awesome. Out there, we have got square. And we've got... I think that's the only one that's been up there from Phil Robinson. I'll give you a couple more minutes if you do want to say what it is. And there are a couple of double-shaped up there. I'm going to continue my ESP. Ah, 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 oh, my <laughs> migraines, it just does too much to you. Um, that and the blackheads. Oh, my paws, they're just disastrous. Um, beautiful. Um, I know, where's Kay? He needs to get in on this. Girlfriends um, out there, well, why don't you take a guess, um, girlfriends? You're saying Red Cross as well, although Adam voted for Black Star. 
Well, you can take Black Star as well. Um, we've got all your votes in there. We're going to do the same thing. Two points on for correct answers, two points off for incorrect answers. Of obviously, the people out there uh, have no ability to accumulate points to the last round. Otherwise, it'd be unfair. But we do have one winner, and that is because it's a black cross. Oh. Nicely done. So, Joe Collins, minus two points, and the Emmets, yeah. plus two points. Hey. I won something in life. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> yes! So he could have the ability, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, if ever you've felt the, the time that, you know, you've maybe been compelled to do something against your will, maybe, maybe, who knows? <laughs> who knows? You can claim a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars. Beautiful stuff. But that's, of course, our game of Venkman Burn in Hell. Thank you for everybody who's played along with that. And congratulations. I think you're the second person who's got that. No, there's only been one other person who's gotten that uh, whilst we've been playing. Uh, and I think K9 is the only other person who's guessed it twice. So, yes. Nicely done. There could be something to that. And what are you saying? Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons. Shadow failed me again. Oh, this is what I get for asking the Labrador. What did he say? Did I read out your answer? Oh, it's wavy lines. Sorry if I didn't read it out there. But that was Shadow's answer too. So feel free. Shadow can have his own choice. Shadow has his own mind. But remember, Shadow knows. So if he wasn't giving you the correct answer, that's just because he's trying to save you the embarrassment. Um, I don't know how that works. I don't know. My brain's thinking of too many things. Another okay. terrible candy. Too late. Yeah. Always late to the party. Beautiful. Well, why don't we go into our last round then? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Beautiful work. Uh, well, to play along, ladies and gentlemen, all you need to do is have an active Gmail account, in which case, uh, just like you've been doing already by commenting over in the side in the chat, um, all you need to do is put in the number to the corresponding answer. So there are uh, going to be 10 multiple choice questions uh, with four answers to each, four multiple choice answers to each. So one, two, three, or four, you just put in one, two, three, or four, whichever one you think is the correct answer. If you're playing on Facebook, you will have to put the number and the answer after it. So I apologize if there's a long answer there. They should all be rather short. Uh, and they are all, of course, courtesy of our reigning Quiz Arena champ, Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons. So we do take our hat off to her. Um, if you were our previous winner, uh, you have been restricted from this round, just so that we want to share the prize around and give everybody else the chance at that prize, which of course this week is a board game for you guys to play in with your friends. Now we're starting to open up again, you can invite them over to your house and have a physical interaction, which is going to be great. You know, get some uh, two paddocks wine and, 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 and drink responsibly. Um, but the uh, other thing is, this is not affiliated with YouTube, so please send any questions, queries, comments, conundrums to uh, rushcutterentertainment at gmail.com whilst my camera decides to completely destroy itself uh, and I have to quickly do a workaround. But that's all right because the T's and C's don't need no workaround. I do, however, need two heads to think. Um, so, yes. I think I've said everything I need to that's in the, the spiel least for the, um, the quiz going into it. Is there anything particularly that you guys um, wanted to add? No. no. That's all right. No. It's good. good. Silence is it's an ad by itself. Hold on a second, let me just... <laughs> you do such a great job. Yeah, we're loving life. Loving it. As you should be. This is good. Fantastic. There we go. I'm back. Um, not Mozart. Ha ha. 
Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> let's go into our last round. Okay, good. Hey, we just got another subscription. Thank you. Hey. Hey. Thank you. Oh, Scotia. Thank you. Awesome work. I know now Scotia. Subscription. Yes. And you just reminded me as well that, yes, to uh, activate the chat and to compete in the chat, you do need to subscribe. So thank you for that reminder. I'm sorry. I should have said sub as well. Yes. Awesome. Welcome to the Cruiserina Live. Um, beautiful stuff. Okay. So here we go. Let's go into uh, it. I have to do a throw to it. I have to start this first before we do that. That's good. Oh, that's right. Uh, this is all going to be done by uh, the uh, live reacting website. So all of our winners will be accumulated in real time at the end of this tournament. You will uh, determine a winner on our leaderboard, in which case, if your name is called out, please send us an email at rushcaterentertainment at gmail.com, uh, letting us know that you've won this episode. We'll give you a keyword or a password or something like that to put down underneath in the comments. Uh, something like um, uh, freedom or fish sticks or something like that fish sticks something like that freedom fish sticks yeah yeah freedom fish sticks yeah um more kanye than i, I was intending um but <laughs> once we see that that just verifies that you're not one of the body snatchers and that you're not a bot and that we'll send you uh, another email either sending you out the voucher or getting your address so that we can send it because this is a physical uh, item as well we will be needing to get your address but any information that we do get is only for the sole purpose of getting the prize i tell you uh, all of our terms and conditions are in the uh information down below joe colo has just subscribed awesome stuff Hold on then, I want to stop that, and let me make sure that I've added you both. Uh, actually, no, Sochi, you can. Let me see if I can do this. I'm going to quickly just add you so that you cannot win, Joe. Yay! Yep, nice, same name. It's amazing how poorly, like, um, cognitive load has been something I've been recently fascinated with. And it's the ability to do two things at once, pretty much. Or not two things at once, because that's stupid. We're, if we're breathing, we're doing two things at once, you know. Um, but when looking at the difference between bird brains and mammalian brains, how differently their, um, their motor area of their brain, it's huge because they're balancing the whole time. Um, one of the evolutionary properties that we have retained from us, uh, from our ancestors being in trees was our motor sense which we call um, motion sickness you know um, seasickness and stuff like that and that's literally something to force us to get out of the trees because otherwise if we went too high we could die if we fell um, so yeah wow. really really interesting sort of trait about that awesome I've added you all in there and I'm going to click save I'm going to start again and mean I need to fill in another 40 seconds but that's alright you guys can help me <laughs> beautiful Awesome stuff. So, yeah, what, what's something you guys are working on now? Something you want to plug? Shane's second book. So, go buy Shane's book, Obscura 2. It's really good. It's really good. It's good. Go buy it. Awesome. Yeah, send us a link and I'll put it into the description. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> if you want. It's, yeah. Um, okay, now the yeah. only thing is, you should be seeing a countdown up there. So... We have another gremlin in the system, ladies and gentlemen. Um, is it Pikelet? No, he's out there. He's actually been really good tonight. <laughs> he's just shitting all over one of my hats. Um, <laughs> I'll bring him in so that maybe things will work out again. Um, there we go. Hey. Yes. Sometimes you don't even need to turn it off or on again and it works. Beautiful. 
Awesome. Uh, you actually might know Joe, because uh, you worked with him uh, personally. Um, but you might know the uh, piece of music that I've used for the intro to the Quiz Arena Stinger. So, yeah, we're about to go into that. So see if you know, and ladies and gentlemen at home who don't already know, see if you can think what piece of music this was from. Something Australian. <laughs> I think he yelled it out. What was it? It'll be, yeah. Paris? Yeah, it was Paris. Do you know the okay, song, Paris, though? Paris, in English. Yeah. Yeah, do you know which song? Oh, was it, um... Oh, let's... let's oh, well, this is on a timer, so we'll find out in a second. Which Jeez, was Wes Craven's feature film was banned in Australia for 32 years? Was it one, The Hills Have Eyes 2, two, The Hills Have Eyes, three, Last House on the Left, or four, Deadly Blessing? Comment down there underneath. Well, we're not going to answer it just yet, in case you guys do know what it is, because this 20 seconds is the chance that they go, they can answer uh, as well. But once that closes off, feel free to divulge, especially if you do know the answer. Hold it off. But do you guys know? So this do one? we just say? Yeah. Uh, well, um, hold off your answer for five more seconds. But talk about any of the films. Have you seen any of them? Hmm. No. Nope. All good. Now you can say, what do you guys think is the answer? I think it's. So you can just. The hills have eyes. I reckon the hills have eyes. Even no. Last house on the left. Cool, see you. I think it's a deadly blessing. Last house on the left. Hills have eyes. Awesome. Oh, you sound like you know this. You got this sort of energy about you that, like, no, I know, I'm certain. The hills have eyes only came out like ten years ago. No, it came out in 1976. Are you serious? 77. It's like no. as old as you are. It is. It's an old one, yeah. It was you. the last house on the left. Oh. Nicely done. So the hey Amads. Oh yeah, you've got. Still right about the hill has hills have eyes. Oh yeah. Have you seen the remake? That was like full on. Hills have eyes. So I stand corrected. <laughs> okay, Donald Pleasance portrayed the iconic James Bond villain. One, Red Grant. Two, Ernest Starvo Blofeld. Three. Eurek Goldfinger. Four, Alec Trevelyan. Oh, Rhiannon and Elizabeth Irons, you just, you love that, don't you? I kind of love it. If I was watching this show, I would love seeing the host try and pronounce all of these names too. So, kudos to you. I like it. Um, so, yeah, a James Bond question. You guys up on your James Bond trivia? Yeah. Yeah, you are? So you're pretty certain? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I Awesome. What would so? What would you say? I'd say. He's Stavro. Ernst Stavro Blofeld. Yeah. Blofeld. So you're both saying Blofeld. that nice. Okay, day. Ernst Stavro Blofeld. Stavro Blofeld. So from um Goldfinger. <laughs> no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. That was good fun. And and more affirmative than Doctor No, I always felt. Beautiful. Uh, so you are absolutely correct. Everyone got that right. Nicely yes. done. So a point yes. to each of you. Ernst Stavor Blofeld. 
Again, I apologize if I butcher any pronunciations. Um, oh, I meant to turn my light on to make it go like red flickering lights, but my, unfortunately my phone is my camera now. In Mean Girls, what is Karen's Halloween costume? Sexy mouse. One, sexy mouse. Two, sexy cow. Three, sexy cat. Four, sexy bunny. I'm surprised none of them are smelly cat from Friends. Um, number one, baby. Nice. So you're going to say number one? Now, remember, this round is for the people at home. So, if you guys are calling it out and you know it's correct, you're definitely making sure that they're going to get it correct. I'm, I'm muting us. Do I need to employ an NDA? <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. As long as you're putting it in there. Awesome. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, we're calculating their answers now. So, yes, divulge on any funny answer that you want to go in there. I did my smelly cat reference, so. No? You, not even the reference of uh, in Wayne's world when Wayne asked Garth, did you ever find um, Bugs sexy when he dressed up like a girl bunny? Which apparently I think was an ad lib. I don't know if I'm right about that. I feel like it's an ad lib. At least from Wayne's reaction, it seemed like an ad lib. Um, so of course it was Sexy Mouse! Everyone got that one right, nicely done. Whoop, whoop. Nicely done. Points! Points! Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. And so yeah, we're going into the next one now. Uh, which of course is which dramatic feature is said to be based on actress Nikki Reed's life. One, thirteen. Two, The Virgin Suicides. Three, Stand By Me. Four, Juno. So which dramatic feature is said to have been based on actress Nikki Reed's life? One, 13. Two, the suicide virgin. No, the suicide virgins. <laughs> the virgin suicides. Three, stand by me. Four, Juno! I don't know. Do you know? Awesome. Uh, any standing out to you? One. One standing out to you? Nice. You know, there's a musical called 13, and it's about something very different. Uh, yes, yes, is it? It is. There's a TV show called 13 Reasons Why as well, which is, a, I'm sure, about another different subject matter too. It's very different again, yeah. Very different again, yeah. Awesome. Well, I haven't seen The Virgin Suicides, but I know I'm a huge lover of Stand By Me. That was like oh, one of the only films. The yeah. couple parts, so good. Isn't it? It's so brilliant, yeah. And that was like one of the times seeing a movie in school made sense. Like, oh. you know. Um, the answer was 13, and uh, Rhiannon, Gulfriend, Gulfine, sorry, uh, Phil and Joe all got that right. Nicely done. Ooh. It's a very salacious photo of you there, Joe. <laughs> Thank you. It's, whilst the dreads are there. I, I do like it because yeah. when it's in like a smaller little like thumbnail, it's so hard to like determine what it is. So, our next question. Question number five. What were the two rival cheerleading squads in oh, Bring It On? One, all over Warriors it. and Pirates. Two, Varsity and Renegades. Three, Tauros and Clovers. Four, Jets and Sharks. Oh, I love the references. Warriors, come out to play, yay! Awesome. Nice. You're being very generous to our guests there, Joe. Like, I think I think they love it, like you know, as in because if there's ever an ilk that someone doesn't know the questions of, then you know, it's it's a good thing to go there. Um, but bring it on! You've obviously seen Bring It On. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Love bringing it on. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. What about any of those other references? Jets and sharks. What are they from? Oh yeah, some sweet, sweet West Side. Yes, West Side Story. There's a new film about it. Have you seen it? Has it come no, out yet? yet? Hasn't come out yet. Yeah. Cool. Not yet. Awesome. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm just still too excited for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, I'm really, really excited <laughs> for that. Um, all of the answers are, was it cheer squads from uh, the Bring On? What? So the Jets and Sharks were cheerleaders French from there, were they? No, they're from... Surely not. I didn't know that. The Taurus and the Clovers was correct. Um, yes. Yes. Nice. Did either of you? What, what did you guys say? We said we said Taurus. We said Taurus. We know. We know the film. Of course. Oh yeah, you're playing along. It would be written down there. I could see. Awesome stuff. Beautiful. Uh, up to and including the end of 2021. How many Mission Impossible movies are there? One, six, two, seven, three, five, four, eight. Nice silence to go with you there. Don't break an ankle over this, but I'm a huge fan of um, the Mission Impossible films. I think they're always a lot of fun. And the last one that came out had me riveted the, the last second. Henry G Cavill as a bad guy. It was so cool seeing that. And just the whole moustache gate was a lot of fun. So, yes. Um, what, what, what do you guys think, just off the top of your head? Thinking around six. I think there was five. Nice. I reckon there was seven. I nice. think six. What? I wouldn't have a clue. I do remember Ghost, Ghost Protocol was five? Or was it's it four? Oh, no. no, I remember them talking about bringing out a seven, so I feel like... It's not Fast and the Furious here. Calm down. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, have you seen the footage of um, Tom Cruise that was released with The Mummy that just had one of the audio tracks out? It was all just sound effects? It's yeah. hilarious. Look it up after this. Ah, ah. It's very funny. Um, the answer's six. Yes, the answer is six. Nice, Josephine. Yes, thank you, dummies. <laughs> oh, nice. Rhiannon, Phil, and Josephine got it. I like this. You're, you're doing it well. You're spreading it out like that so that everyone gets a chance. Awesome. Our next question, question number seven. What song is Michelle Mancini singing at the beginning of Urban Legend? One, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Two, Purple Rain. Three, I want to know what love is. Four, always. Oh, the resistance to sing those titles. Um, and if I haven't, on our episode that we had um, Rachel Wiggins on, um, Mannequin. Mannequin, Mannequin. Mannequin, 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 Mannequin. Mannequin, Mannequin, Mannequin. Did I mention Kim Cattrall played Mannequin? Yeah. Starship. That's it. It's from Mannequin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And even though Purple Rain is an amazing song, I can't help but think of Chocolate Rain whenever I see Purple Rain. So I'll see Prince and I'll see, like, you know, Chocolate Rain. Chocolate Rain. Yeah. But it's an expression on his face when he's doing it. Chocolate Rain. Like, he really wants it to work. It's great. Um, <laughs> awesome, our answer was Total Eclipse of the Heart yeah. Yay, awesome, fantastic Nicely done Beautiful, you got that one too, didn't you, Joe? Yes, ooh, it's getting close, it's getting close So yeah, if you're getting an answer incorrect It's points off and correct answers points on uh, In the musical Grease Who was the leader of the rival gang The Scorpions? One, Ronaldo Two, Leo Three, Freddy Four, Eugene Levy 
Sorry. <laughs> I wish it was Eugene Levy. I wish it was Eugene Levy. That would be great. Um, Ronaldo. Freddy. I'm thinking Freddy Mercury. Now, um... This was a big thing with um, Greece. I always loved it because in the film they really tried to make Danny the the leader of the T-Birds, but in the play it was Kanicki. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that change from the play. It's supposed to be a complete send-up of the time period. In the play, they're called the Burger Palace Boys. They're not even called the T-Birds. Exactly. What? Yeah. yeah. You're serious? Yeah. yeah. I don't, were the scorpions even in it? I don't know if the scorpions no, were in it. they never show up because there's a rumble, but they don't ever show up to the rumble, so you don't ever see them. <laughs> yeah, they're all talking, no show. Yeah, but um, because I, I always love that. So this is an interesting one that I feel like I should know what it is, but I'm completely thrown by it. Do any of you guys know? Yes, what? we know. What is it? I Leo. think it's Leo. Leo. Nice. You're right. It makes sense, doesn't it? Like, you know, it's the, the Leo, the lion, the aggressor of the whole group. Um, can't remember the guy who played it, but like, you know, uh, a lot of acne scars. Yes, so. Pockmarks skin, yeah. That's it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like, you know, we talk about horrific elements in film. I mean, that'll stick with you. Um, a penultimate question. What was Grace Kelly's final collaboration with director Alfred Hitchcock? One, To Catch a Thief. Two, The Trouble with Harry. Three, Rear Window. Four, Dial M for Murder. Nice. So Alfred Hitchcock reference, Grace Kelly reference, if you guys know out there, jot it in. Awesome. Are you guys, uh, do you have a, a favorite Hitchcock? I know that like, even if people aren't horror fanatics, usually someone says, oh, I've seen her and I like this film. Mine's Rebecca. I love Rue Window. Yeah, great. cool. Awesome. Yeah. What Did you say one, Shane? I, I like the birds. Oh, yes, cool. Yeah. Again, so, another traumatizing film I saw. Like, you know, block it out, you see it happening. Way too young. Yeah. Way too young, yeah. Rocky Horror was fine, but the birds, nah. Yeah. Oh, and Chucky. I saw that, like, in my teens. And that just, uh, that uncanny valley of a moving thing was just too much for me. Um, awesome. And Joe, what were you saying? Me? Yeah. I thought it was To Catch a Thief. Or nice. we, we were just talking about favorite Hitchcocks. Yeah, favorite Hitchcock. Oh, yeah. Don't know. I don't think I've seen any, to be honest. Nice. I usually say, what was it, um, Rebecca? Because that was a film that he made before. It was his first American film before he yeah. did, um, yeah, um, what he's now known as. Uh, awesome. Our last question. In Clue, which weapon was used to murder the police officer? One, wrench. Two, revolver. Three, lead pipe. Four, candlestick. Awesome. Have you guys seen the movie Clue? No. No, you haven't seen Clue. I, I think you'd really Clue. enjoy it. Yeah, you'd love it. Tim Curry, right? Oh. How did uh, you know? Yeah, Christopher um, Lloyd. Um, Christopher Lloyd. Aileen Brennan. Yes, it's such Madeline a great Khan. Um, other people. <laughs> uh, it's it's awesome. It's really really good, and it's based on the game Clue, um, which the game Clue Do. Um, the reason it's called Cluedo is because this is the game Ludo. The reason that's why the do, the dough comes out of it is because it's literally just oh. trying to uh, get off the the, um, the popularity of this game. And it's set up, if you'll see the game board, it's exactly this, or a very similar way the Cluedo board is made up. Yeah? Uh, but in America, they called it Clue because uh, Clu Ludo is an English game. So it didn't make sense to them, so they just called it Clue. But the answer was the lead pipe. 
Yes. Please, Nicely really done. Have Ludo ready to go there, Richard. That was impressive. You just had Ludo there. Yes. No, it was yeah. <laughs> and our, it's been there since the, our first um, quiz arena, where I mentioned it. and I was like, oh, that's right. I got to pull it out. But yeah. No, I've got a whole bunch of stuff. If we have Ludo to... just at home. Yeah, just Ludo hanging. That's around. amazing. If we got to um, D20, I've got my um, Tobin Spirit Guide ready to go. So in Ghostbusters, the Tobin Spirit Guide is what uh, Ray references all the time. Has all of the ghosts in there and information about that. Uh, and as you can see behind me, I've also got a Necronomicon. So we can raise the dead. Um, uh, and you guys get to choose the spirit. Uh, and don't worry, I've read the whole book. I've got the whole Ladders of Light there. And so you can technically get the spirit that you want to call. Not necessarily will it be guaranteed. Um, Cool! Awesome! That was our round. Let's find out who our winner was. Our winner was, of course, Phil Robinson. Nicely done. Yeah. Coming first with nine correct Phil. answers. Yeah, Phil. Yes. Phil. Coming in second, Ghoul Fiends with seven correct answers. And third, Shane Emmett Official with five <laughs> correct answers. Nicely done there. Booyah. Stuff. Yeah. So, uh, Phil Robinson, you've oh, you've already sent me an email. So, um, uh, what I'll do is I'm going to send you an email again. Actually, send me another email just so that you can confirm and remind me uh, to rushcutentertainment at gmail.com. I'm going to give you a code word to put underneath the thing, just like usual. You've won before, but this time you get to get a board game. So, we want photos of you playing this board game with friends, or even just you with with the oh with the TARDIS. Yes, I think that would be a lot of fun. That's very, very cool. Um, so, yes, fantastic. Uh, the, the Doctor Who fan has got it. Congratulations, Phil. So, yes, send that on through to us, and you'll be able to get that fantastic board game. Uh, beautiful work. Uh, what are our points like at the end there? We've got Joe Colo with 32 points, and Hey Amets with 34 points. Only yeah. two points difference. That's awesome. That's really, really awesome. Uh, so, yeah, you can see the team like building like you know camaraderie. I think that, yeah... The, the, the teams is a good idea. If you want to win and come on this show, if we ask you to be a guest, bring on a team member. Um, <laughs> like, family members just make it all, all the more fun as well. And the references galore. So, uh, fantastic work. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, Joe, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on board tonight. It's been awesome to have you here. Is there anything uh, you want to let us know uh, where they can find you? As in, as in me, Joe? Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Joe Kolo, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just at that, that uh, my what is it? Oh my gosh, handle! Yeah, yeah, my handle was on the um on that main scene right there. So yeah, just, yeah, just, just type that in places. Joe Colo. you can find him on YouTube uh, and uh, all social media platforms. Is that right? And Twitch. Yeah, yeah. So get amongst his gaming videos and his vlogs and everything like that. So awesome, fantastic, and thank you so much for coming on board tonight. It's awesome. Hey, thanks on. for having me. Yeah. It was mad fun. Well, um, one of the other things is too, I'll, I'll, I'll do this after I do another thank you, uh, but we will be back in just a second for that. So yeah, we, we would love to have you on again. Hopefully I'm going to get a couple bit more um, uh, musical sort of games and stuff like that that we can play with. And we'd love to have you back. Yeah. Yeah, I'll awesome. be back. And hey, Emmett! This time I can say yeah. Joe, the other Joe. <laughs> awesome. You guys, thank you so much for playing and congratulations on winning. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Oh, any time. The more the merrier. And the reason why I was segueing over here is, too, because I want to invite both you teams, all four of you, along to our Christmas... Uh, ex Chris, uh, what is it? Christmas extravaganza. I think that's what it's called. It's a mouthful. But 
you know, it happens. Um, and we're going to be doing a special event on the 16th of December where we're going to be trying to do an escape room thanks to virtualescaping.com. We did one on Halloween, uh, which you can check out on our YouTube channel as well, uh, Rush Car Entertainment, uh, where we did the uh, underground uh, subway. Uh, escape room, which was a lot of fun, and we got uh, a whole bunch of our guests back to play along with that one. So we would love to have you guys um, joining us in the North Pole to try and sort out this problem with microbioorganisms and stuff like that. Uh, if That's you're awesome. uh, out and about, we would love to have you involved. That sounds great. Thank yeah, you. We'd love to. We'd thank love you. To. Awesome. And oh, of course, anytime you are welcome back here on the Quiz Arena. So thank you. Is it, whereabouts can people find you and see what your fantastic things are happening? Um, you can find Shane at, uh, I think it's at Schwingman. Schwingman, that's my Instagram handle. On Insta, and yeah. buy his new book. Yes. And you will see us on TV and various things. Mm -hmm. And you will see this gorgeous creature yes. in a few years' time in her amazing Something, career. hopefully, eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Fantastic. Awesome. Yes, definitely um, make sure that you uh, check out those links there. And if you are a peruser of the uh, literal arts, literature arts, yeah, grab his book. Send us a link too, so I'll pop that down in the description so that all you need to do is scroll down and click on that link and you'll be able to check it out. So, awesome work. Thank you thanks guys so much. Uh, and thanks again, Joe. And thank you, Joe and Shane and everyone. Everyone, awesome work. Thanks thank so, you much. so much. Thanks, guys. Joe. And Woo! thank you so much to everybody else there at home. Uh, Ghoul Fiends, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, for the love of God, take Rhiannon into it. Yes, you'll need her mathematical brain. Exactly. We are going to be calling on our previous guests as well. So we may also have Robert Woods uh, involved. We might also have Rachel Wiggins. Um, Piot might be back. We might have a whole bunch of different people and hopefully some new people involved as well well uh that's us for here tonight uh well a better plug and tell you on the december 16th that's when the escape room the christmas stravaganza is going to be and it's also going to be our final show for this year so that's going to be our wrap-up sort of uh event we're not going to be having a quiz arena live on that night instead we're going to be doing the special event uh which you guys can Tell your friends about and come along and play. And we would love to see you there. And we'd love to see all the interaction, the camaraderie going along there in the chat. We uh, hope you keep it up there. Congratulations, Phil Robinson. And without further ado, let's lead on out. My name has been Richard Lovegrove. And you have been watching the Quiz Arena Live. We're here every Thursday at 7.30. Same bat time, same bat channel. We'll see you then. <laughs> The sun never sets on those who ride into it. We just gotta keep going!